Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Reset Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Mignot, and this is part of my 29 Days of Magic series, where I get to interview an awesome Black woman every single day for the month of February. And today's episode, I'm delighted to have Patricia Felton, who's the founder of Moving Room Yoga. We're going to have a great conversation. Take a listen. Hey, Lizessa, how are you? Hi there. How you doing? Oh, just causing trouble on a daily basis, the usual. Good trouble, good trouble, good trouble. Always good trouble. The best trouble there there could possibly be. So, as you know, the podcast, the first question is always the same, and I'm always delighted by the answers, and I'm sure you'll be no different. So, Latressa, what was your first job? My first job was as a salesperson at The Limited, very, very specific at Greenacres Mall, Valley Stream, New York. Um, oh really? So- <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know yeah. that store. You know the limited. So it's so funny because that was like the first time I actually was able to make money for myself and be be empowered to make my own financial decisions as far as you know buying something at you know the store next door or spending all my paycheck at the limited. <laughs> That's how responsible I was. Um, so yeah, so it was something where I was so excited to turn however old you are when you're supposed to get your first job. I was like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to get a paycheck. I'm going to be able to make my own money to buy probably guest jeans or whoever. And so, yeah, it was like Green Acres Mall. And I, I loved it because also my other high school friends worked at Green Acres Mall. Uh, Green Acres was the place to be. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, interesting. All right. So we go from Green Acres at the Limited <laughs> to now. What was yeah. that career journey like? Um, so, you know, I, I do believe like I've always, it's so funny how like I did start out in like a kid in retail only because motivated to make my own money. Um, and always motivated to find ways to um, make my own decisions and being empowered to make my own decisions. And so it's so interesting that, you know, from high school, I did go off to University of Pennsylvania and I studied bioengineering. And it was a very sciencey technical degree, which was a combination inadvertently of my mother's and father's careers. Like my father was... Um, construction worker like did engineering stuff and then um coincidentally my mom is uh, a retired nurse so somehow some way my interest and curiosity and things ended up having me in a very science field um i was doing uh bioengineering at university of pennsylvania and minoring in african-american studies whoa (laughs) if that's not an interesting combination which has been some fascinating classes you must have had yeah, I um, I think honestly, at my core, I'm always interested in learning and learning and research and learning how things work. But then also, I've been raised in a very black household and that you know, you we have these rich, we have such a rich culture. And so I was like, well, I kind of also needed breather classes from the, um, the science stuff as far as chemistry, bioengineering, biology. Um, I always loved the labs, which is a very interesting thing, but I had some wonderful scholars like Farrah Jasmine, um, you know, 
folks where like uh, Don Bogle, which is funny because you see a lot of documentaries about um, representation in arts of black actors and actors and actresses and stuff. And like, those are the folks that, that taught me. Um, and I found that more enriching and supportive and like, especially being a lot of times being the only black student in a lot of our classes, maybe that was my sense of empowerment. Um, so yeah, so this curiosity of studying and learning and researching but then what's very funny about when we talk about what I do now with Moving Groove Yoga, it was extremely, my studies were extremely stressful. And um, I remember like that first semester coming from Jamaica, Queens, I had my hair done up nice. I had like clothes, da, 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 da. came home for Christmas. And my family was like, you like came up for Thanksgiving. My family was like, you're falling apart. What is going on? Like I was toe up and it's because it was so stressful for me. And what is so wild and crazy that like I ended up, um, my brother, he was like, why don't you get some sort of like rest and repair? And he ended up finding a sports therapist who gave me a massage for the first time. And so right out of college, I found these interventions that I can manage to handle my stress <laughs> because my brother introduced it to me. And which is crazy that I talk about how like my, my education is very, very much like science and um, you know researching and lab work because I thought that I was gonna end up getting like a PhD and stuff. But it wasn't for me because I liked interacting, interacting with people so much. So I took those skills and I started finding ways that I can make medical interventions in some way without being a doctor. So I um, ended up, after I graduated with a bioengineering degree, minor in African American studies, I ended up getting my master's of public health. Because wow. I, yeah, I, at Columbia University. I was just like, I like people, I wanna touch people, but I wanna touch like a population. Like I wanna make interventions that work for populations. It doesn't have to be like one person. And again, loved learning and masters of public health, health policy and management allowed me to see social determinants of health and epidemiology, um, just studying all these weird, crazy things that impact your day to day and your overall well-being and um, loved it, just truly loved it. Um, and I think, like I said, I was raised in a Black household in the sense that there was a sense of always giving back. So I've always was like a member of the church. I was always volunteering. I was always doing some community service. And so hence, I think full circle, I developed something called Moving Group Yoga which is always and first and foremost embedded into the community. But for me, it's like, I want to find ways to find these minor, tiny, easy, accessible interventions to make people feel better and feel at rest. And that's somehow some way how we got here. <laughs> that was a quick way of getting there, but that's how we kind of sort of got here. Wow. And so that's how you got to start um, moving from yoga. Yes, I um, so I ended up having quite a bit of, you know, thinking about back on both my brother and my father and their impact on my life. I unfortunately had lost them one year in between each other and I had gone into such a, a fit of grief, you know, and my mom had handled her grief one way, which was going to the church. 
but my way of going to grief was like through therapy and yoga and probably finding a community. Like I am always grateful for those friends and families who like just checked in on me and took me out to dinner. And at that time, I think it was just like straight up just spending time with each other and finding ways to um, help restore each other. So again, my community just always, it came back to my community helping and supporting me. But I always found yoga, meditation, breath work, restorative. I think that um, for me, it was like, it got me out of the painful experience of grief in a way or ways to get out of it. And I was like, I felt good after accomplishing some of these poses, like straight up little stupid things like that, maybe, but simple. You just needed some things to be like, oh, I can tick that off. I got that over with. So, or I got that done successfully. So I always wanted to find other ways to help people feel good or feel better. Um, I'm quite aware of how hard uh, things are in our lives. And just for me, Movement Group Yoga came about with me going to a local museum, loving the culture of jazz. It was the jazz, it's the National Jazz Museum of Harlem. And going there and enjoying the programs and seeing and hearing the stories of some of our elders in the community, talking about music, talking about, you know, singing in clubs and stuff. But then I was like, I actually have this thing about yoga that I've really found to be great. And uh, me and my partner in crime, our partner partner in wellness, Courtney, she and I approached the museum about this idea of integrating um, vinyasa yoga to live music. And I knew when I was practicing yoga in certain spaces, I just didn't like the music. Like I was just like, first of all, there's this whole thing about feeling super uncomfortable. My body doesn't look like yours. I can't bend the way you, you, you do maybe. But then when I had like a lot of yoga instructors who were black, just like me, I felt so much better. Then they found this music that I even could sing home at my own, in my shower or practice at home. I said, why don't we do this at the jazz museum? We have these musicians here and I think it'd be really cute, really cool, really amazing if we do live music to vinyasa yoga. And we've been doing it for like four or five years now and finding so many other ways to help people, you know, dispel that myth. They're like, a lot of folks are like, oh, I can't even touch my toes. I'm like, let's, let's see, we could do this together. Like, so just like, again, I always feel like these are just small iterations to get our blood pressure down. <laughs> small iterations to like be together, small iterations to find um, practices that we can bring home and do so that we're living a, a softer, softer life, um, finding ways we can um, have a gentle place to land. And so it's been a hit working with the museum because another thing that has happened is there's been these musicians who can't play these nighttime gigs as much, right? But they can come like on a Sunday or they can come on a Saturday, whenever we're in person and play for us. And that's, that's still awesome. a gig. Mm -hmm. So it's been crazy that like, you know, this last year during, uh, during uh, our lockdown and COVID and stuff, I was most, most, most concerned of those musicians uh, not being able to engage with technology, not being able to get the gigs that they might do in the daytime and all those things. And so we found a way of partnering with someone else so that we can do some food baskets and food kits for those musicians as well. So you know, it's just always being thoughtful of who we're serving and finding ways to, um, to help them out. So it's been interesting. Um, 
and yeah, you know, 2020 was the year that we were going to go on tour. It's a different city. <laughs> that was our plan in March of 2020. <laughs> um, so things change um, significantly with, uh, with COVID because we had um, honored this practice so much to be an in-person practice. And um, I'm relieved to say that the pivot did happen, that we do have a virtual experience now. Um, but I do miss being in the same room, ohm, uh, in communion with, uh, with so many people. And, um, you know, it's been different, but we for sure still have at our core that we are engaged with our community and finding really great ways that people can um, resolve some of their, some of their hardships in, and find ways that they can connect. And it could be a Stevie Wonder song. That, if that we need to own and breathe to, or we need to do a couple of yoga stretches too, those kinds of things, just making sure it's something we can all relate to. Awesome. That's just <laughs> incredible and so necessary because I think, especially as Black people right now, there's so much that we're under. Like, and, you know, we see the news and, you know, mm-hmm. it just, folks are struggling right now. And so to yeah. have something like this is, is just fantastic. So you're the woman who creates these spaces for people so that they can, you know, have some rest and, you know, get back in tune with their body. How do you do this? What do you do for your self-care? Well, my brother started me off in college. I definitely need a massage <laughs> because all that <laughs> tension is in the shoulders. Tension is in, in the neck. Uh, this pandemic has taught me how to grind my teeth. I never used to do that before. So you know, I find ways to, um, if I can safely find a great massage, um, it's, it does wonders. I also am very big into aromatherapy. Um, I'm so grateful that I live in an apartment and I could run my hot shower as long as I need it to be run and have scents all over, you know, it's putting, um, one of my little tips is like, like putting a couple of drops of oil in a very, very hot shower and just soothing and relaxing yourself, giving you a steam. Um, I'm big into opening up the, when I open up in the morning and my ritual is like to burn uh, a little incense or even still eat in silence. Just taking that time. There's no email that, or Instagram, like just sitting and eating in silence. Cause I sometimes feel like we are engaged too quickly. Um, and I make myself have eight hours of sleep because I'm a cranky person if I don't have sleep, so it's better for the rest of the universe if I get enough sleep. Um, and um, sometimes, like, it's those silly things, like calling my aunties, who still call me baby, which I need sometimes. <laughs> we all need it, no matter how right? old we get. I'd be like, some days I'm like, but I'm old. And I'll be like, yes, auntie. Like, I'll take that in a second, because it's so, it's so good to hear from um you know, your loved ones, and they still sometimes speak to you when they, you had like the pigtails in your hair, I guess, right? Where they're still like, and make sure you do A, B, C, and D. And you just got to say yes, right? Even though you pay your own mortgage, yes, right? <laughs> you know, it always still feels good. So self-care is like definitely aromatherapy, massage when I can. And um, I'm big in tune to water. So even if it's a walk by the water, it's, you know, it could be you know, uh, something up here in Manhattan or something else, like hopefully on a beach, like, you know, water is very soothing and very, um, very restorative for me as well. So those are some ways that I find and integrate uh, some wellness in my life. Awesome. 
And, you know, looking back on all the really great work you've done, what do you think you'd tell 21-year-old Latresta? Um, so what's very funny is, huh, 21-year-old Latresta definitely, I think was a bit loud and only <laughs> loud because she wasn't confident, you know? When you're like, well, if I'm the loudest person in the room, they won't question me. Just be sure of yourself. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, for sure at 21, I was having a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. I like, I appreciate that. My parents let me, you know, study abroad when I was in college. And then after that, I stayed in Washington, DC. And so it's been like really amazing that at least my parents didn't have any fears that held me back. But I do know that this part of me that was just super, super high energy, probably based on, um, not having as much confidence. So just be confident in yourself would have been my, 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 my mantra, you know, be confident, be confident. I love it. And yo, last question for you. And obviously you give so much. Do you have a give and or an ask of the audience? Um, right now in these times, I think everyone should just give themselves some grace. We, we are, we are an amazing, resilient um, people, and we should appreciate these steps that we've made together. We've had to pivot. Um, we've been under extraordinary circumstances, in my opinion, again and again and again. And somehow, some way, we're still laughing about something stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Somehow, some way, we turn it around and goof around about things and we find a way to support each other. So I definitely say my give is to tell people to just, um, you know, give yourself grace. Uh, for me right now, I'm in this really interesting point in what I call a business. I did, I think I jumped and fell into entrepreneurship with Moving Group Yoga because I was just thinking, give, 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 give. Um, I would love to get some support from my community members as far as them following Moving Group Yoga, liking our posts, we're going to get and get ready to launch a crowdfunding campaign because we're going to be out here having in-person events soon. And I would like to pre present to you a quality event. Um, and so that would require like definitely partnerships and encouragement probably along the way and anyone you can introduce us to that kind of stuff. But um, I look forward to you, you practicing with us and celebrating with us um, with our virtual recordings and our sound baths and um and check in on us every once in a while. See if, see if there's anything we can support you with, that kind of thing too. So those are some of the things I think about. Awesome. I mean, this, this is, I mean, I just find what you're doing so necessary and so needed. And it's just fantastic because I think, I said, we're all going through it right now. It is really hard and, you know, it's very much, you know, check on your strong friends, ask for help, uh, and, and taking care of ourselves because we're two years into this pandemic and it has been a rough, rough ride. Yep, yep, yep. It's been one of those things where we, we want to see the end of it, but we don't even know what the end is going to look like because it keeps on, you know, shifting. Um, you know, I think like last December, I feel like all of us were thinking about how it was the holiday season. I might actually need someone for a holiday drink. And then, you know, our metro areas got hurt. Like we were just like, no, you have to stay inside again. 
So looking forward to summertime, when in my opinion, there's no flu season in the summer, I'm going to claim it. (laughs) So, you know, it won't be as pressed, but we definitely, um, it's true. Like you really need to just be like checking in on people. I know how birthdays, these, I'm sure these folks who had like January birthdays and early year birthdays while we were in lockdown must be really hard for them because we don't celebrate the same way. So I look forward to like providing more programming around meditation and self-love and, um, you know, restorative stuff, like, you know, making the choices that are best for you uh, is always the best thing ever. It really is. I mean, as someone who has a February birthday. Oh, <laughs> I, know. I know. It's been so different for you for like the last two years. Now, are you going in the third year for this birthday? Well, it's crazy. Plans? Yeah. Well, it's kind of, I threw the last birthday party before COVID hit in 2020. And then um, everything, and then I literally threw my party. I threw a big party. And then two weeks later, the world shut down. <laughs> Did you did your party shut down the world? Is that what happened? It was that yes. kind of party. Woo! It was a blowout. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We are still. That's fine. Now we toast at home. That's all. Good. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it's weird because like, my birthday has always been a national celebration for me, and yes. so I had yes. a month long celebration. Yes. And um, last year I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do anything. Cause, and everyone kept asking me because you know I throw events for a living so, and my parties are usually yes, amazing. Of course, we think you're gonna throw an event. Yes. Yeah, and I just, I, my heart wasn't in it last because I didn't want people to get sick. And like this year, if one more person asks me, and I'm oh. like, and I'm like, I'm probably gonna go away for a yes. couple of days and sit yes. somewhere nice and warm. Yes. And uh, I know, and you, de- and you deserve it. You completely and, deserve it. Yeah. And uh, oh, thank you, Trisha. Um, <laughs> and but I think I will celebrate this year because, like, you know, also one of the things that I I think we haven't done is just celebrate being here, yes. celebrate being getting through this. You know, so many people have changed jobs, gotten married, had babies, mm-hmm. gotten rid of their bad boyfriend, bad yep, girlfriend, yep. gotten you know gotten together with their soulmate, what have you. And I do. And, you know, my mom always said that, like, no matter what it is, celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've always done a, a thing for my birthday. And I feel like as as difficult as the last two years have been, it is some time to celebrate because we didn't come this far to, like, fall now. No, we um, didn't. We didn't. So, and, and that's yeah. the thing about it is, like, okay, you know, it's true. Like, you that morning of your birthday, you're like, well... I got up, you know what I mean? And so here, let's just take that that first step. Let me just celebrate I got up, you know, and then let's go ahead. It's going to be different. It's not the same. These blowout parties are not the same. But hey, we got private dinners now. <laughs> like, you know, everybody's exactly. doing a little pivot. Like, mm, you know, we're doing our best because it's it's just been so extraordinarily different. So extraordinarily different. So, yeah, it's um, been quite the ride. But you know what? And so the part of the reason why I, I, I'm still doing Plan on Days of Magic because again, this started before, this, this happened a month before COVID hit in 2020 and it, it kind of became a hit because people were home and like discovered yes. the podcast and they're like, wait, every single day is another episode? I'm like, yeah. And You're the amazing. part I love about this is that it gets me to talk to so many awesome women I have, I know, I've seen in passing, I, I, I don't know. And like the nice little kind of boomerang effect of people just kind of coming out of the woodwork in different places and sharing their awesome stories and the great work that they do is 
is the, is the whole point of this. And so I am yes. so glad I got a chance to have you on the podcast. And so we'll put details for people in the show notes for you to connect you with you on Moving Groove Yoga. And uh, thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. And thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and that is our show.